Well, hello to you. Welcome. This is Sash. And I'm Ryan. And we are from the movie show. On Active FM. Yes, but you are not currently listening to the movie show, so, so don't, don't worry. Yeah, don't, it's, don't, yes, it's not like they by mistake linked the movie show to the celeb interview show and like there was no there was no mix up. We know we are on the celeb interview show right now because we are interviewing celebs. Uh-huh. Right? Can you believe it? Right, we're here too. It, it makes perfect sense because we do the movie show and so there are celebs in movies, so. Right, actually. That makes complete sense. You can't separate the production. But however, now you're probably thinking, but this interview is with Heel Song Yang and Free, and they're not actors, they're musicians. So where I I don't understand. Well, so right. the, get this right. A movie without music is nothing. It is not a movie at all. Yes. It's just a s- quiet piece of dialogue that has no emotion mm-hmm. or or dynamic. Or anything. In fact, what would you do if someone was expressing themselves emotionally sad with sadness? You'd probably just laugh at them. You, in <laughs> fact, you'd probably feel awkward. Right. Right. Like, so then they add in the music, and there your heart drops, and you right. feel your stomach. You feel the tears coming through. <laughs> you feel the the tingling in your. your <laughs> and so, from the guy's point of view, like I'm not crying. I'm, ah. not, I'm not going to cry quickly. <laughs> My eyes are just um, sweating. Sorry, it's getting. Is it hot in here? <laughs> Wow. So yeah. And I don't know if you guys know this, but if you watch a horror movie without the music, it's not scary. Yeah. Like legit. Again, I think I'll just laugh. Because be like, right? <laughs> you're like, what is this stupid guy doing? Because there's no like horror music in, in horror movies, like it creates anticipation and because the music is like building slightly, you know yeah. something's coming. It and now up. you're like freaking and then as that person pops their head out, there's like a mm. and then you're like, ah! So you see, without the music, you'd just be like, Yes. Sure. You'd be like, okay, uh, do you think he'll die? I think so. Uh, okay. Probably. He's going towards the bad mm. guy. Mm. I mean, like, the bad guy's going to pop mm. up any minute now. Yep, there he goes. So music will help you to narrate your story. What does it adds? Mm. It brings dynamic. Yes. yes. So we decided mm. that we, before we go into do our interview with Young and Free, which is awesome, guys, just, just, just like wait up and yeah. listen to, to it's coming. It's coming. You don't want to miss this. Yeah. Um, we're going to look at how music, um, actually works with movies why you need music in movies like best composers because there's actually people whose job is to create music specifically for movies that's literally their job they they are paid to create it's 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 what's called a score for the movie specifically so we're going to look at brilliant um composers and we're even going to show you an example how music can literally change the, a the, dialogue. A dialogue. The scene, yeah. It can change the, the tone of the scene, the direction of the scene, everything. And we're going to be giving an example. Yes, we are. So you guys want to listen to this So this show? is an awesome show. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. So first of all, let's first look at, at what's called film score, which is, what, uh, which is basically the music within yeah. the movie. And uh, I just wanted to obviously get a good definition of this. So I went to Wikipedia, typed in... Uh, I think I typed in film score or uh, music in movies and this is what it comes up and I thought it was just such a good definition I want to read it to you so a film score also sometimes called background score 
background music. So you know when you have a scene, you have background music. Film soundtrack or film music or incidental music. <laughs> incidental music is original music written specifically to accompany a film. So it goes along with it, but it's specific. A score forms part of a film soundtrack, which also usually includes pre-existing music, dialogue, and as long comes along with it with sound effects, and comprises a number of orchestral, instrumental, or choral pieces called cues, which are timed to begin and end at specific points during the film in order to enhance the dramatic narrative and emotional impact of the scene in question. Scores are written by one or more composers under the guidance of or in collaboration with the film's director or the producers and are then usually performed by an assemble of musicians, most often comprising an orchestra or band, instrumental soloist and choir or vocalist and recorded by a sound engineer. So in other words, the editor doesn't just decide, oh, ah, this week, oh, Brian Adams, that song. <laughs> I think I'm going to slap that one in for this one because it's nice for the action film. Yes. I like it. People, I want them to hear my song. But it's actually a very specifically planned and not only that, but it, it enhances the emotion of the scene and it's, it's like they said, it's, it's, it, it's directed by the director or the producer. And what, what, what fascinates me is that I don't know if you guys know this, but when they when they actually compose the music or record it, very often, if if you know, in fact, most often, they they actually have that scene playing yeah. while the while the while the orchestra or the band or whatever is recording it. Mm. So in other words, it's playing and it's in time with it. So that and watch a movie, you'll see when. When, when the conversation gets more emotional, the music gets more emotional. If something's about to happen, there's a build-up until the point until it happens. And that's all timed and planned. It's not, okay, we'll record it, we'll put this piece in there. It's literally planned from the, t from the actual music sheet right up to the recording, specifically to that scene. And for me, that's like, fa I mean, that's timing. That's, yeah. that, that for me is extremely fascinating. And the person who usually writes the, the music or the score, whatever, is what's called a music director. Which yeah. you'll see in every movie. Every movie's got a music director. That's why if we play certain soundtracks in that, you'll automatically be like, ah, oh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Or you'll be like, oh, wait, I know this one. It's, it's, it's Avengers. Mm. Because that, that specific music even feels like the movie yeah. that you're watching. Well, I remember for um, the, Lord, the Hobbit, so Peter Jackson was the director of The Hobbit, and he actually did these behind the scenes, but they were quite long videos. So they were like 20 minute long videos on behind the scenes. And every week would be like a different thing. So he looked at the set design and the props design. He looked at locations, etc., etc. The, the makeup. But one of the weeks he actually specifically focused on the music um, composition. And I remember the the basically what would happen was the composer he he obviously composes the music so he writes it down on sheet music which is that funny looking thing with the dots everywhere if you yeah. if you're not a musician that's what sheet music is and basically sheet music is literally um it's it's it directs the the musicians on what to play so for them it's like reading a book they can read it like reading a book um and and literally play from that so it, li it literally tells them what to play how to play it why to why to play it yeah. okay maybe not why to play it but and and basically um so the composer composed all of the music and literally the the musicians that came in so the different people of the orchestra came in but they never received the music before literally they came into the the, the studio they sat down the sheet music was put in front of them and they recorded it first take 
they recorded it so literally these these musicians had never ever ever seen this music heard this music or played this music ever and literally they had to record it first take that's that's what they do that's what the the musicians actually yeah. do and i was like flip that is brilliant because you've never you've never even heard it before that's how wild they actually know their sheet music that they're able to sit down and play it effortlessly beautifully um without mistakes and and first take they do it and there you go and obviously they're they're directed by the conductor but i mean that that is that is skill That's on like good, levels yeah. yeah so so in terms of the music that goes into films people often don't think about it um and shame it's always at the end of the credits like why do they put the music at the end of the right. credits because it's actually very very important but literally um the, the 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 musicians would come in and straight up they'd have to play it and Just sit down okay guys we're about to record yeah have your we're looking at page number whatever uh this song okay let's go and uh, then recording. They're yes okay three two one and you're playing it and while you're playing it you're like oh this is actually quite a nice song sorry i like this tune <laughs> <laughs> right i i wanted their tune why didn't sure. they give me that i'm so glad i got the lead piece that i'm playing right now <laughs> this wow. is so good wow this is well done yeah so, so in other words the music score now if you look at it at an orchestra at an orchestra there's like how many how many instruments? No, oh, there's lots. Well, you guys because you have a string it. section, exactly. you have the percussion section, you have the brass. Mm. So you have like a whole full. It's over a hundred people. A whole band and literally so a sheet music. For those who don't know, it compo th 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 There's music notes and a music mm. note tells you what note you're playing. It also tells you how long you're playing that note for. So and that that's why it's easy now to understand why a musician can look at a music sheet yeah. and he can play it even though he's never heard it before. It even tells you um the the dynamic. Now what the dynamic is is yes. how loud or soft you must play it mm. or how you should play it. So you know sometimes you can play it um the note very quickly. So in other words you just press the note. Yeah. Other times you hold the note play down. It soft, yes. Bring it in, make so that the the the, the, yeah. the music sheets they're very detailed. They're extremely detailed. And you just have to know how to read it. And it's it's it's, it's very often if they use words it's Italian words isn't it yeah I, I remember from yeah. from, from, from my, my training um, so I remember Adante mm. I don't I don't go, I can't remember what that means I think that means like isn't that a speed yeah I, th I think it's a speed right isn't it fast and like like yes. very happy and quick and yeah so yeah. Th there's different terms in, in, in I know like um, so you have you have initials you have MP yes um, you have P uh, you have MF you have FF and those sure. those tell that tells you how loud ah, you must play right, yeah. so piano the P stands for piano which means soft MP is I think it's I can't remember the initial no, mezzo or something. It's like, yes, yes. If right. I remember was loud and if if means you're like you're killing your instrument, you're playing it that loud. <laughs> you're like breaking your fingers. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so those those sheet the, the yeah. sheet the score is very detailed. So it's not So you can imagine with every single one of those bands, the music composer writes every single instrument. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. It, yeah? It's very every crazy. Every single instrument they write. Yeah, and they work together. Now for me, um so there's two composers that I know are like my favorites. I know the one one is James Howard Newton, um, but my ultimate favorite composer for movie scores is a man named Hans Zimmer. Uh. And a lot of people, even though you don't know who he is, you probably know his music. So Hans Zimmer has he, he's done he's composed music for so many films, yeah. and he's been around for ages. So one of what one of his best known works would be Pirates of the Caribbean, the Pirates of the Caribbean theme song. That's Hans Zimmer. So the dun -dun 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 that 
that song that awesome song right that he did that he also I, I was actually shocked he did he did movies like um the lion king he was involved in the score i didn't know he did lion king eh i was like what? i didn't either he did um prince of egypt he even did the score for for movies like prince of egypt i know hans zimmer likes working with a, a director named christopher nolan christopher nolan made inception interstellar and dunkirk which Han, um, hans zimmer composed for all of them he's done um sherlock holmes He's done Sherlock Holmes, right. which is pretty cool. He's even done The Dark Knights, which is another um, Christopher Nolan film. And I mean, he's done films. The True Romance was a film in 1993 that he did. So he's literally been around from the early 1990s. Yep. And, and he's, still, he's still composing today. You've got movies like Pearl Harbor that he did for uh, Batman versus Superman. Spirit. I think I did say Spirit. I'm sure he also did a soundtrack for Batman Begins. Oh, yeah, he did. Serious? Yeah, he I did. Don't, I guess that. <laughs> he sure. even did Blade Runner yeah. 2049. Yeah. And I mean, if you look at these films, they're very different. They're very, mm. very different. The Amazing Spider-Man 2, he did that. The Lone Ranger, he did. Um, the Holiday, which is a romance film. Madagascar, he did Mission Impossible. So literally, he's he's such a such a broad composer like literally the amount of movie and he's not just he's done animation he's done that guy's got a busy schedule right yeah. he's done romance <laughs> he's done epic action films yeah. he, he really is brilliant but the one thing i love about hans zimmer is you you can't it's not like you can listen to his music and go oh it's hans zimmer because yeah. he doesn't it's not like all his music sounds the same it doesn't yeah. what he does is he's he very specifically um puts that or composes the music so that it matches the theme of the movie. So if you look at the soundtrack or the score for Pirates of the Caribbean, it sounds like a pirate. Yeah. Like the score sounds like Pirates of the Caribbean. If you look at Sherlock Holmes, um, it sounds like Sherlock Holmes. So take a quick listen. You, we'll play you Pirates of the Caribbean and we'll play you Sherlock Holmes just so you can hear the difference. Do you understand? So Sherlock Holmes, yeah. it sounds like that detective, yeah. and also it's set in. Wait, wait. I think it's the 1800s that the that Sherlock Holmes. I'm not exactly sure. Far and, but it was then, back yeah. in the day, and I mean, it sounds it sounds like the time. It sounds like the character. So he really he really goes into like a lot of detail, um, and he puts a lot of thoughts. And it's it's not just. Um, you know, let's make let's make a sad song. Right. It's it's let's make yeah. let's make the the story come to life with yeah. the music. It has to match it. It's it's got a f obviously that's the whole thing about music. It's the same with film music. Also, it's very expressive, so yeah. you can express. You can and I remember uh, with my guitar teacher when I sat down with him, he would sometimes uh, put a challenge out and he would say, if you think of a rotten tomato, 
what kind of tune would you play to express that rotten, rotten so tomato. music is very expressive it's very expressive and it's an art form exactly yeah and you should be able to listen to a song and get a just like when looking at a painting yeah. you should be able to get a certain expression feeling from the painting music's exactly the same i remember we studied so i i studied music in school and there was a a, a thing we had to to listen to but literally the way it was composed so it was basically like um the park it was out in the park or out in a field during the day but then different animals would have different instruments play them so you'd have like the flutes be like a bird or you'd uh, have right. so there would be different sounds and different melodies that would re represent the water running the birds flying and um, there was a duck so there, there was a very specific tune for the duck it which sounded, sounded like, like a duck, duck. Mm -hmm. and then there was a wolf that came and obviously then it got a little bit more intense it sounded, it sounded scary you could actually imagine in your mind like yeah. a wolf sneaking up yes. and busy no, but that's exactly what they did. Yeah. So literally, with the music, they create a whole yeah. scene out of instruments. But like, and obviously, they'll tell you like the oboe is this. I think the oboe was the duck, if I remember correctly. I don't even know what an oboe sounds like. No. I actually forgot that an oboe exists. <laughs> yeah, but literally, it's music is so expressive, and in movies, it is so important. It really is. Yeah. It it it's for me. It's one of the most important aspects of a movie. Your music will break or make your movie. That's true. It literally will. It Music will will differentiate a a a good movie from a a you know like a yeah. B grade C grade type of movie. Sort of like yeah. I can't if I'm watching a movie and the music is like you know when you can just hear mm. like it's amateur music mm. and it's I can't. Especially I actually, on YouTube today, yes. you get a lot of people putting up music and especially if you're someone that works with like uh, iMovie or Final Cut. There's a lot of the guys that use, like, I hear a lot of, when I hear... Jingles. Like, like jingles and yeah. stuff like that from Amiri, I'm like, oh, okay, all right, I see where you're at, you know, yeah. type of thing. You know, you get that standard, like, get yes. from Amiri, you know, those type of sound effects, you, you immediately, like, okay. No, so. it, it, it differentiates between, like, an amateur film yeah. and a feature film. Music is very, very yeah. important. And music, sometimes you don't even realize the music. It's almost like a, a subconscious thing. It is. Where you don't even realize, but mm. the music's actually... Like if you're to go up to someone and say what what do you remember a song from a movie? Mm. Chances are they can't, but that the the music made it it changed. But when you play the, the music track, you're like, I've, yes, heard, I've heard this before. Yes, you know, I've, I've heard it, and immediately you can tell exactly what type of scene it would play. Yes. Yeah. So if I can share something, I remember. So uh, in one of our shows, we spoke about a movie that we were busy with called Damascus. Now, obviously, in the editing process, you get all the, the cutting the scenes and stuff, and it happened. And so we, we had worked a lot of late hours and stuff like that. But we had never really gone past like 10, 10 11 o'clock type of thing. Right, Sash? Yeah. But then we got to our last and final night. And we're like, okay, all the cuts are done. The color grading's done. Everything's good. Now we just need to do the music. So we're going to spend today doing the music. Guys, I'm sure we're going to be at your 9 o'clock. And Sash obviously had to pick, the, as the director, had to pick the music. All right. So she started in the morning. Right? Yep. What, nine, half past nine, yeah. ten o'clock, somewhere there. And we thought, okay, cool, we'll be out there. I promise you, by like, I think half past eight or something, we were only at scene two. Now, there, there were nine different, like, acts. There's nine chapters. Yeah, there nine, nine chapters. chapters yeah. By nine o'clock, she was only at, at the second one. Chapter, yeah. So now we're sitting, and, and but that, we had spent the whole night, her sitting there choosing music. So she was very specific. Now, obviously, we had seen the scenes and stuff, and it, it felt like, okay, cool, yeah, no, cool movie, Damascus. <laughs> 
But when when we started watching the scenes with the music, music yeah. we were just like we were sitting there. Now we, we had been working how many months? Like three three months or so, yeah. two or, two or three months already with these scenes. So we were already quite familiar with each and every scene and the dialogue and stuff. Yeah. But when we started watching them with the music in it, we were like, oh wow, this is gonna be so so cool. What, like we, there was an excitement. Yeah. And then obviously when we had showed it to our congregation, a lot of people would watch, everyone was like, and for me, the music had definitely done a huge role. Yeah, music is so important. Scene, so. Yeah, it really, it really, it's deep, man. It's, <laughs> it's too deep. It's too deep. <laughs> yeah, so that's why, like, obviously music has to be very specific. Yeah, so. very specific. So. so what we're going to do right now is Ryan and I are going to do a piece of dialogue. Oh, and guys, wait just before we do that. So don't forget, we are we are going into an interview soon with Hillsong Yang and Free. Should we tell them the person we're interviewing, Ryan? Yes. Okay. For listening this far in the show, you know, we'll give you a little bit more detail. So we are going to be interviewing. If you know the people from Yang and Free, then you will know who I'm talking about. His name is Paps. Yes, Paps, right? Mm. Yeah. His actual name is Alexander Pappas, but he's, he's known as Paps and he he's a, he's awesome he's a lead vocalist um on Young and Free he also plays the guitar um he 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 really is a cool guy he had, if you if you've seen pictures of Young and Free he had very long hair at one point very long hair at Seriously. one point and he'd like headbang and everything then he cuts his hair um and uh he he's a really awesome guy so guys listen up we are interviewing him and it's going to be freaking amazing yes yeah so you want to stay tuned but before we get to the interview so we want to show you how literally a the music in a scene will change the genre of the film so what a genre is is for example you have horror films you have comedy films you have romantic films you have action films so there's different genres in film but the music literally you can take a um, comedy film and by changing the music you could change it into a an action film literally just by changing the music yep. or so i remember we once did a show on um trailers we looked at trailers and how depending on what type of music you use for your trailer you can literally so so nothing changed in the trailer just the music changed yeah. and obviously that the, the style of edits because that so your your edits will also impact the genre but literally just by changing the music it completely changed, changed. the style yeah. so so the music really really is important whatever direction you're wanting to go in so i remember from damascus just before we do the the line so there was this one scene where two two of the characters are having a fight and it's yeah. quite an intense fight like they're screaming at each other yeah. and eventually one just gets frustrated and says you know what fine and he, he he starts walking away from the other character now we pulled in music but what happened was the music stopped literally at the point that that character turned to walk away but now at that point it jumped to a long shot yeah. but because the music had stopped it felt like you it was like an outsider was now standing and watching it and then the other character was like my loyalty is with you all right but because the music had stopped and you had to jump to a long shot it literally t took the scene from being the serious dramatic like oh no they're fighting to this yeah. ah. <laughs> they yes. just walked it, it literally it, yeah. it made it like i remember showing it to yeah. ryan and we were editing with and another we guy we stuff. actually it, it, and we still were like should we do it but then we decided not to because we actually didn't want the scene to have a comedic feel to it we wanted yeah. it to be serious and so then we we obviously changed it but literally just stopping the music the song, can and, cause and the song was quite a serious uh, it was quite a serious song, song. Yeah, it, it was a very deep heartfelt, felt like really like 
Like you felt like crying. Yes. Well, but just because it stopped at the point that the long shot came in, suddenly yeah. made it like a comedy. Like you would like, literally laugh. Because yeah. it felt, you know, it, it created the, the impression that there was someone on the other side of the road just standing there watching the two of them screaming exactly. at each other. That's what it yeah. felt like. It, it gave that type of, like you almost stepped out of the situation. And now from a, a bystander's point of view, you were watching it. Yeah. So it almost gave a, a feel like oh well that's not it, it's almost like it just pulled an you awkward, out of the yeah, yes it did it pulled you it just out pulled you out and you're like hmm? you're like oh, oh it's they, nothing this is so weird there are two people screaming at each other <laughs> in the middle of a university uh, okay well I guess that's over <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> kind of feels so. yeah so Ryan and I are going to do the lines but we're going to do them twice the first time we're going to put a specific soundtrack in and the yeah. second time we're going to put a specific soundtrack in yeah. and you guys are going to see how we're not going to change the way we say the lines we're just going to say the lines but we're going to put in different music yes. and as a result you're going to get a different feel from the scene you're going to hear the difference yes yes yeah. So, are you ready, Ryan? Alright. <coughs> Someone count us in. Yes, I, I, feel like, I feel like you should count us in. Okay. Because I have the first line. Alright. <coughs> Act 1, scene 2. Take 1. In 3, 2. So, you want to marry my daughter? Yes, sir. I mean, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cut. cut. That was terrible. That was terrible. Take 2. Right. Go again. 3, 2. So, you want to marry my daughter? Yes, sir. You know you just said sir again, right? I'm, I'm sticking to the, to the script. Sure, okay, guys. The That's script, what the script says. The script says sir. So, he obviously, he got so nervous, he thought I was a man. So, you want to marry my daughter? Yes, ma'am. So, what are you going to give me in return for my daughter? Uh, 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 well, I... This one cost me a lot of money to raise. I sent her to the best schools, gave her the best clothes. I can't just give her to you for free. Uh, well, well, I, I, I can, um... You'll work for me for seven years. Then, we'll talk. Yeah! So that was the line. So that, that, now listen to it with another set of music. So, you want to marry my daughter? Yes, ma'am. So what are you going to give me in return for my daughter? Uh, 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 well, I... This one cost me a lot of money to raise. I sent her to the best schools, gave her the best clothes. I can't just give her to you for free. Uh, well, well, I, I, I can, um... You'll work for me for seven years. Then, we'll talk. Can you guys hear the difference? Right! Did you spot it? Did you spot the difference? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know those things that we used to play when we were kids, spot right. the difference, and then... Yeah, yeah. circle it. So music is, music is... That is an exact demonstration of how important music is. And so, therefore, guys, when you see the name of the music, the, 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 the music director, just remember the show. Yes. Keep in mind exactly what had gone through to produce those scores. Right. Now, I, had a, I, I just got a cool thought, Ryan. So, in real life, obviously, we don't have music playing in the background. That would be cool. Imagine, yeah. like, guys, can you please change the soundtrack of my life? I need to get more dramatic or <laughs> I want it to be, <laughs> like, thriller. Yeah, you know, I need to be on yeah. time. So, let's, let's, let's. So, we obviously... You know what this reminds me of? There was a movie that we did, uh, Baby, Baby Driver. Baby Driver, yes. Yes, where the guy... 
always chose a specific soundtrack now if you guys don't know about the movie baby driver it's literally about a a driver who he had a um i can't remember the exact it's a it's a you constantly have a ringing yeah, in your ringing ears, ears which is very irritating mm. so what they do is they they they, they try and um almost neutralize it neutralize by playing it. something else Music. so that you don't see the yeah. you don't hear the ringing so he constantly had earphones he in. continuously had uh, music like like earphones so music playing in his ears to, to and, cancel out and of course so throughout the whole movie whatever was happening he would select a certain soundtrack to yeah. match what was what was going on but you, you guys should go check them that show out or yeah listen. we did do a show on that it was yes. very cool so literally yeah. you, the whole time you watch the movie it's like you're listening to what he's listening to in his earphones yeah. so That's, the thought would be just imagine if you would choose your a soundtrack for every moment that you were in. But technically we do, in a way, because we listen to music. That's true. So, we kind of do choose the soundtrack for our life. Obviously, we all have our own, um, we all have our own, we all like a certain genre of music. Right. So for us, like, I know Ryan, you like a lot of rock, right? Uh, like, you like a heavy... I love my rock, yes. See, now I'm more of like an EDM progressive house type of person. So, and but, but... We all have our soundtrack to life. So, the question is, we're going to be interviewing Young and Free now. And maybe you've never listened to Young and Free before. And you're like, should I listen to Young and Free? Well, do you, would you like to add Young and Free to the soundtrack of your life after yes. this interview? Yes. Yeah. And if you do love Young and Free, well then, enjoy enjoy the, 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 the questions. Yeah. <laughs> so, we are going to be interviewing Peppers from Hillsong, Young and Free. Here we go. Dropping rhymes like waste, remain radioactive, 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 radioactive. Active FM, Christ's music is heart music. So we are with Peps from Young and Free. Yay! Yay. And we are about to ask him questions. Yeah, so ready for the first question. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Peps, the name Young and Free, where exactly did the thought what, what was the thought behind the name Young and Free? Yeah, well, hey, uh, my name's Alex Pappas. It's great to be with you guys today. I love South Africa. In case you were wondering, it's one of my favorite places in the whole world to go <laughs> visit. Cool. So stoked to be talking with you guys today. And, and really simply put, the name um, Young and Free, uh, like uh, We Are Young and Free, was actually you know a mantra of our youth ministry for a really long time. So when it came time about seven years ago, um, that you know we were kicking off what we were doing um, it was a really logical statement to make because we've always said we're young in spirit and free in Jesus and uh, you know our senior pastor often says he's seen a lot of people a lot of old people who are young in spirit and a lot of young people who are old in spirit and um, and you know it's uh, you know re really like uh, what we're getting at is that no matter your age no matter how young or old you are um, you're being young in spirit, you know, is a choice that comes out of this, that comes out of having a fruitful and exciting and passionate life-giving relationship with Jesus. And so um, our message and our goal has always been not just for young people, but for anybody to make music that would inspire people um, to live that life that we're, we're called to. Wow, that's really cool. I personally love the name Young and Free. Um, but second question. So Young and Free is very well known around the world. I mean, you guys have a lot of followers. Um, and basically, I just want to know, how have you guys learned to deal with the fame? <laughs> um, that's a good question. We, um, I think ultimately, uh, is just remembering to keep the main thing, the main thing. And, um, you know, we're, we're really blessed in that. 
um, when we're not out on the road, we are very much a part of our local church. And when we're at home, a part of our local church, we are truly people who are just people, a part of a local church. We serve on the weekends with our family and our friends. And um, I think it's pretty easy to stay grounded um, when A, you have a great community around you, and um, and B, when, when you simply remember uh, why we're doing this and our focus and our attention will always be to point people to Jesus. And and I think um, the moment that we'll really you know lose it is when we lose sight of that. So in Jesus' name, that never happens. Amen. Sure. That's very true. Yeah. Thank you very much for that. And so my next question to you is this. So your next album, when has it been released? And uh, can you give us some insights or just a, a sneak peek on what is it going to be called? Maybe... I don't know, maybe it's going to be named Four. <laughs> wow. Well, fun fact for you, the last record was actually called Ay Ay Ay. It wasn't. I'm lying. Usually when I say this joke, this is happening live and people kind of laugh, but they didn't because I'm alone right now answering these questions on my phone. But anyway, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but we are definitely very much in the works of writing our next album. And um, we're really hoping to, this next record really bring it back to some roots in the atmosphere of what um, we've done through the years. And we're really excited about where we're going to be recording our next record. So we're working really hard and it definitely will not be long before you hear something else from us. Yay. That's awesome. So you guys are really vibrant in everything that you do. And one thing I personally enjoy about you guys is actually watching your music videos. And I just personally like to know, so when making a music video, basically what is your creative process behind it? So um, how, do you, how do you choose the concept? How, how do you get the message of the song across? W what locations you go to and why? Just basically what is the whole creative process when making a music video? Um, TBH. I have never made a music video, so I'm not a great person to answer that question. But what I can say is, um, again, like I said before, you know, we're, we're a part of a church, which means there's actually tons of people from amazing different backgrounds. And like we actually get to work with amazing people who are a part of our church and um, believe in what we do and and all that. So the probably the biggest thing that I would say as far as the, the music videos we have done, um, the goal is that it always does feel like us, that it's not like us trying to put on um, some cool thing that uh, like, you know, try to making make us look like we're something we're not. But in fact, you know, always try to like capture the the energy and, you know, we're pretty silly um, is a is a PC word to describe it. We're pretty goofy, and um, you know, even the level let me down video, as like you know, some people were like, oh, that's you know, it seems a bit silly, but we love it, and it feels like us, and it feels like our sense of humor, and it feels genuine to who we are, and yeah, again, that's that's something we always really value and pray that we always keep true. <laughs> okay, sure. So uh, of course, myself and Sash, we do the movie show so I have to ask you a question related to movies yes so Pep I well we'd like to know <laughs> what is your favorite movie it is a very easy question the best movie of all time is Forrest Gump what uh, it's not even a, it's not even an argument it's not a discussion it is the best movie of all time why it's got everything it's got 
laughter. It's got, you're going to cry. You are going to be absolutely on the edge of your seat with tension and there's even history lessons in it like sure. if there's not if that's not enough for you there's a little beautiful love story Ugh, if that's not enough for you i don't know what you're looking for in a movie also i've seen avengers endgame three times in the last week right so yeah great movie <laughs> that's really cool <laughs> So on your um, third album, which is called Three, you guys actually had 17 songs on that album, which is which is quite a lot of songs. So I just want to know, what is your song make, making process and how long does it actually take you to make songs? Um, if you were to just say like, you know, the, the writing process of each song, um, at least for me, I, you know, speaking on behalf of myself and a few of the people I write with, I really love being in a room uh, with a producer, someone who's like making beats, making tracks, um, myself kind of writing melodies and lyrics and another person uh, writing melody and lyrics um, and just, you know, creatively, creatively bouncing ideas off one another and, um, you know, in, in, inspiring and, you know, bringing different and fresh ideas and, and bouncing off one another is, is really fun. And um, yeah, like, I wish I could say that you know, we lock ourselves away in a room for 12 hours and we walk out with like a perfect song. But unfortunately that's like never ever happened. And um, and in saying that, because like, you know, when we're, when we're writing songs to glorify God first and foremost, um, and you know, we're bringing our quote unquote best. Um, yeah, I just think, I think simply put, it's, it's worth the extra hours. I think it's worth the hours and hours outside of that initial moment uh, that initial day um, in writing a lyric or writing a melody, but actually, you know, I think it should be a labor of love. Yeah. And you know, if it, you know, if by some miracle we walked out a day and it be the way the song was going to be, um, great. But you know, we will regardless, even if that song stays in that state that it was that day, more or less. That doesn't mean we won't still spend enough time going over the lyric saying you know asking ourselves are we saying something new are we saying something uh fresh and um granted you know the bible says there's nothing new under the sun but it doesn't mean we shouldn't strive um to try to say it uh in a way that we haven't said before and um yeah i think it's pretty cool um yeah and then so that's sort of the process of getting the song together but yeah like you said it was a 17 track album and then when it comes to putting an album together for anybody who knows who's ever made an album is, you know, to actually make a cohesive album, it kind of means you have to look at the bigger picture, you know, as opposed to when we're starting, we're just looking at, you know, the task at hand being the song. But once it comes to the stage of looking at the big picture, yeah, you've got to make tweaks, you've got to make adjustments. Even there are songs, even at certain points, even in the three writing process that one of the guys ended up writing a song called uh first love and uh i was writing a song that we we're the theme was first love and and that was awesome and so someone had to change and that song that i was writing ended up becoming a song on the record called more of you and it was actually really great because i was happier with the lyrics of that song so yeah certain things like that can happen a part of the creative process of cohesively making an entire record oh okay cool all right well so another next question. <laughs> so if let's say example Sash, 
Sash, you want to join Young and Free. Oh, okay. Right? And you somehow, you know, you moved from South Africa, Johannesburg right. to Sydney, Australia. Mm-hmm. And now you decide, I want to join Young and Free. <laughs> uh, perhaps tell us what exactly is the process? Yeah. You must uh, have pr- uh, ID <laughs> proving that you are under 25, which isn't true because I'm not under 25. Um, you know, we, we Young and Free are... Uh, the representation of our youth ministry. And yes, some of us aren't as young as we once were. Um, But um, no, uh, the thing about from the get-go, from the beginning, the people that you see representing us are people who were faithfully at youth on Friday nights, when we do youth, and um, building the church. And so the prerequisite being having a heart for the church, first and foremost, having a heart for young people and having a heart to see them encounter Jesus. That's awesome. Wow. Sure. All right. So next question. Um, Whatever you guys do, oftentimes with your creative style, you go for a very aesthetic style. Um, So whether it's your Instagram page, whether it's your your screens while you're on stage, uh, whatever it is that you do, you normally tend tend to go towards that whole aesthetic feel. And I just want to know why. So why, why the aesthetic style? And also, where do you get your inspiration from? I mean, really, I, I think, again, it's always been being true to who we are. Uh, one of my best friends is a guy named Johnny Rays, who often doesn't live in the spotlight, um, but he's our brand manager. And um, I think that's one thing that he does so, so well is recreating on our social media platforms, live, all that stuff. It's a bright, you know, and as well as that, I would say it's true to who we are. If you have yeah. a name like Young and Free, like, man, you better follow up with like an aesthetic and a feeling that, you know, gives people that sentiment. So, um, yeah, we're always aiming to be one, true to who we are in our personal lives and our personality and two, true to who we are in what we believe that we're proclaiming. Well, big ups to Johnny Ray. Sure. Yeah, that's freaking awesome. Prior to Young and Free, um, besides like maybe the the musical talent and that you guys would have learned or the, 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 the skill to play an instrument on Young and Free, um, how, how many of the members do you know that would have had a music skill, a music skill or a, a ability to play a music instrument before Young and Free? Or how many of them actually learned it while you know, being, young, being and in young and free, yeah. Great question. Um, well, like I think most everybody like had been in different uh, bands before that. Everybody you see had been serving in church for years. Uh, you know, a lot of us since we were like 15 years old sort of thing a part of playing music in church, both in our youth ministry and part of our churches. And, um, but yeah, like, uh, Ben, Brendan and Renee were in a really cool rock and roll band. Aiden was in a a little pop sort of rock band. I was in a bunch of bands, like Americana band, a busking band on the streets of Sydney. Praise God. Love those days. Glad they have passed. I was in a ska band. I was in a hardcore band. You know, we all, you know, when we were younger, really just giving it a go, like loved playing music. So, and, you know, I think definitely we can all say that we're grateful for those years of just learning and trying things and being creative that definitely led to us being in a much more prepared place to be doing what we're doing today. 
Okay, cool. So uh, another another next 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 on the top of the next question. <laughs> so what between between yourself and maybe the other guys is there like a favorite song that you guys like all together? You know, since you guys are like family and stuff. <laughs> I think everyone's favorite is "Love Won't Let Me Down." Honestly, they were all telling me that before. It's crazy. Um, no, okay, actually, legitimately, I don't, I don't even know. When you've played all this, I, I, I would say probably for all of us, our answers would be probably songs that we haven't played as much. <laughs> One of my favorite songs ever that we've done is a song called "Back to Life," and I think it's super, super cool. I think melody sounds awesome on it, and we just probably only played it like ten times ever. So I still love like going back and listening to it. I actually love listening to a lot of the remixes as well. Those have been really cool through the years. They have been but, cool. Yes, I wish there were more of us here to help answer that question because no one's here to argue with me. Which is <laughs> yeah. really rare because we love we're a family, so we love to bicker. That was too much information. I don't know why I shared that. Okay. <laughs> All right, so this is a little bit of a personal question, um, but basically, um, so so Aiden and Renee have both been in Young and Free for a very very long time, and I must be honest, for a very long time, I was like, I'm sure these two are gonna get together, and then recently on Instagram, Aiden actually posted about the fact that they are in a relationship now, and I just wanted to know, perhaps from your side, do you know the background story? Do you know what happened? Like, do you know where it started, or or what 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 was the process behind their relationship i set them up <laughs> you're welcome guys what? <laughs> what? Oh, that's gangster man <laughs> all right so next question um in the beginning taya smith was actually part of hillsong young and free and then eventually she moved to hillsong united and obviously she sings amazing songs like oceans etc um but i just wanted to know what was the reason for her moving from Young and Free to United? Well, Tay actually was involved uh, with United pretty much from the same time she got involved with Young and Free. Uh, when we were, you know, getting going, recording the We Are Young and Free record, she had had sung or was about to sing um, Oceans uh, on the Zion record. And so for a, a little while she was doing both. Um, both Young and Free and Hillsong United. And um, as you can imagine, doing two bands of that scale um, inevitably was a bit overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, she literally would never have been home, something like that. So, um, you know, we miss her and we still yeah. love her. She's definitely a part of our family. But, um, you know, obviously what she's doing and what she's a part of is definitely where she is called to be, where God wants her to be. And um, it's really cool to watch what uh, United has done the last few years. Yeah. yeah, that is really awesome. Thank you so much. Yes, thanks. Those so. answers were perfect. We appreciate we it. We have very greater much. insights on Hillsong Young and Free now. And our viewers, well, our listeners as yes, well. Yes, our <laughs> listeners as well. So thank you so much. We truly appreciate you being interviewed by us, allowing us to, to interrogate you slightly, you yeah, know. To interrogate you. <laughs> yeah, that was really awesome. Thank you so much. Guys, we hope you enjoyed that. Yeah. We did. Well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. I hope those were answers were good. Um, you're awesome. Hope to come visit you in South Africa soon. See ya. When I was 
searching Your love was never far You made a way to get to me You were the whisper Leading me to your heart Forever I belong to you a lot about movie soundtracks I about music so. and we hope that you will now add Hillsong Young and Free to the soundtrack of, of your life. life right because <laughs> that's just it's, right. they're, they're awesome right. man they really are awesome yes. yeah, that's, it's good music they've got a good message it's cool people yeah and it's a vibey track a, a vibey track a vibey track a vibe if you want to add the vibe to yes. your life then add Hillsong Young and Free to the soundtrack of your life definitely right 
Yeah. So this is Sash. And you guys know me, I'm Ryan. Yeah, and you're listening to Celeb Interviews. Uh-huh. But we are from the movie show. On Active FM, yeah. of course. And if you guys want to learn anything more about um, Active FM, you can, go, you can just go to our website. It is www.activefm.co.za. And we've got so many other shows, guys. So we've got the celeb interview shows. But the we, movie all, show. we have the movie show. Yeah. We have a fashion show. How awesome is that? We have a sports show. We have yeah. a news show. Show. We have a foodies and travel show. We have and The don't, Void, don't, which is a space show. A what? A space okay, show. Guys, an astronomy show. Go check that one. Right. We even have... A not-so-tech-tech show. A not-so-tech-tech <laughs> show. Yeah. We've got so many shows. So, guys, go check out all the shows. They really are awesome. Yeah. Go check out the movie show because, you know... I know that on, on, on the... If not the previous, but one of the most recent not-so-tech-tech shows, they're talking about the whole story with Huawei. Yeah. In fact, sorry, guys. I, I looked at it myself, and the right way to pronounce Huawei is what? Huawei. Huawei. That's okay. Thank you for telling me that because yes. I'm always like, how do yeah. you pronounce this phone? Huawei. So the Huawei. H is not really there because yes. the H, I'm always like Hawaii. I want to call it Hawaii. Huawei. Hawaii. <laughs> Huawei. <laughs> I, I pronounce it Huawei. 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 And that actually makes sense, but Huawei yeah. sounds. So yeah. check out that show. And that. guys. You've been listening to your favorite ORSPS. Uh-huh. If you do not know what an ORSPS is, we've got a show on that. We've got a show on that, so go check out the mm. movie show ORSPS because mm. now you're like curious. You're just like, what is an ORSPS? Wow! And you have to know what an ORSPS is. If you don't know what an ORSPS is, you have not lived. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It will take your vocab to a whole nother level. In fact, we're going to be using it a lot more often. You yes. will list, You will hear it in our show. In fact, mm. you know what? I'm going to be talking to all the presenters. We're going to use it a lot more often. But if you guys don't want to be left out, go listen to our movie show. On ORSPS. Yes. yes. So you've been listening to your favorite ORSPS. Boom. This is Sash. <laughs> and I'm right. Yeah. Do be